Hi everyone, and welcome to the 64th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Colin. Hi everyone. Lauren. Hello. And David. Perfect, He's back. David From is back. And since the last episode, lots has happened, including the release of dun, Final dun, Fantasy XIII Part Two. Who'd have wow. thought, right? I know. I know. I, know. I, I bet no one saw that coming. It seemed no. like ages ago since they announced it. Wasn't it only like <laughs> a years. year ago? It, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when was Versus Thirteen announced? Uh, um, Two thousand six. Wow. What year is it right now? Two thousand twelve. You know what they're going to do ever. They're going to so, do like they did with Type Zero and just change the name. Versus I, I wonder, never, exi- never existed. I wonder if Versus 13 will uh, come out before December 21st, 2012. It will not. The, the I, wonder. Wonder. And I guess we'll never be able to play it. it yet again. <laughs> exactly. Right, so because of the release of the game, uh, we are going to do a special type of episode this episode. It's going to be like a, an impressions episode. From spoiler us. free. Yeah, we're going to try and keep it as spoiler free as possible. Some small spoilers may slip into the story segment, so if you are really, really not wanting to know anything about that, then feel free to skip through to like the gameplay section. And then we're going to talk about music as well after that. And then we're going to share some thoughts from you guys on that have been you've given us on the forums. And then we've got some questions. So that's our episode for today. Are you guys pumped? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. That's well, as always, really Final Fantasy Union. Spoilers. Sorry. As always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes out every four weeks with Kingdom in a rotating schedule with Kingdom Hearts, which is every other week. And it comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and David? FinalFantasy-FXN.net So, without much further ado, we are going to kick into the story. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm so excited. Before we do that, I believe you've got a bone to kick. Bone to a kick? Bone, bone to kick, kick Colin. <laughs> a bone to pick, yes, <laughs> with the way bones. the story starts. The, the story started out epic, it was epic, you know, that that fight yeah. b- between Lightning and Kaius. and It was huge, it was epic, it felt like a Final Fantasy. And then, it, how <laughs> I and see it... And then the actual game starts. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the actual game started now. It, it kind of put a Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, where, you know, you play a snake as a bit, and it swaps over to Raiden for the rest of the game. <laughs> you know, and in 13, yeah, I, 13 2, you swap over to Sarah and no, no. I, the way they handled it was really... It really annoyed me because, like, they made it seem throughout quite a lot of the development and through all the marketing push that Lightning was going to be a pretty integral character to the game. And she's on the she's and, on the cover mm-hmm. of exactly of like they and have a Noelle, PS3 with her face on it. Noel yeah. and Sarah aren't really mentioned anywhere in any of the like you know we only knew about Noel like a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and he's like the main character really. But, um, um, but like yeah, but yeah, the opening was. I mean, granted, with everything that they trolled us on, the opening was pretty epic, and I got like really excited with like the remix of the battle of the battle theme from Final Fantasy Thirteen. It was sound amazing, and then it was just like, and uh, yeah, it's just a bit annoying because I mean, this isn't spoilers, I think, but the gameplay section that we saw during E three where you play as Lightning and you're fighting against Odin is the only time in the entire game when you get to play as Lightning. That's it. Uh, you know, we what thought that would have been a later part of the game. Yeah, we yeah, thought that it would right happen, like, you know, near the end. So and that there that... would be more parts like that, but there weren't. So that's a... D- once d- that... That, that was, they started off on a very huge high. Mm-hmm. 
And it kind is. of the other way around. And, yeah. then, and, it, and it kind of goes to um, Sarah after that. And it's really weird because the game has essentially two storylines going at the same time. You've got... And it's not necessarily Lightning. that the story is bad. The story is actually yeah. good. Well, actually, well, there's three. But they there's three stories, but two of them... I don't know, whatever. But basically, Lightning is trying to save the future. So is Noel. Sarah is just trying to reunite with Lightning. Mm. That's it. That's her story. Her motivation yep. as a character is very, very flaky. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on it's how part- you answer certain questions, she can either seem like she only wants to find... Uh, she wants to find Lightning because she misses her, or she wants to find Lightning because she wants to get married to Snow, finally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's that as well. And actually, it, it makes the story of Final Fantasy X Part Two have meaning. <laughs> because, like, okay, so Yuna in Ten Part Two is trying to find Titus. That's yeah. basically the story of that. She finds the the sphere with Shu Yin in it and all that stuff. That was kind of creepy, though. And yeah. she's trying to find... The, basically get to the bottom of that where he's captured and all that stuff Nightmare pretty much the, the same except terrifying. in this game it is so pathetic you can't like Sarah is just I really want to find lightning ah. and, and you don't know you, know, you draw comparisons to, to to the other main character Noah who's from 700 years in the future and the only human left wow this is basically uh, the twilight version of uh, Final Fantasy folks yeah, so you've got Noel who's going like, <laughs> okay, right, so uh, my best friend left me uh, and my other friend, like, died. Now that I'm the last spoiler. person alive. That's not a spoiler. Oh, well, I yeah, who that, they that, were. that's sort of true, but still. <laughs> He's the last person alive. He then gets, like, summoned by lightning to go back into the, to the past and, like, change the future. And, like, he's got all this on his plate. Sarah's just going, no, oh, I see my sister... He's like, come on, like, but somehow Sarah's story is billed as the main one. <laughs> like Noel, despite the fact that he really is the main character, kind of gets taken to a back seat. Like in most of the cutscenes, it's about Sarah. It's from her perspective. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I mean, we were saying earlier how if Sarah was taken out from the equation, it would still have been a pretty much the same game. Yeah, I mean, better? like, it's almost like because... Final Fantasy Twelve with Vaughn. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I totally agree with that. At least you can switch out uh, what character you get to see I the think, back of. I think I sort of find Sarah as annoying as Vaughn. Wow. What about Penelo? <laughs> Penelo is fine. Penelo was supposed to be better. You can't hold her. But yeah, I, I, I don't know why they chose to pick Sarah. I really don't. I guess because of the relationship with Lightning, but... It could have been uh, good, but yeah. it's just she doesn't feel fully developed as a character. No, because she still is basically a child and her main motivation is to just find her sister. She doesn't really seem to care that much about the fate of the world. I mean, she gets to care about a bit more about that as the story goes through, but it's like, why aren't you caring about that in the future? Really? Come on. I would have preferred uh, if it was all about lightning, to be honest. If it was... I think it would have been hard to do it that way because yeah. of you know, how... If, the... Even if it was just lightning, Kaius, and Nor. It I think they could, have, they could have created a really, really strong narrative. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why Noel could Noel had to be the last person. Like he could have been him, like coming to him in the future with like one or two other people. Mm. I guess the whole solo thing kind of made it more personal. But um, you know, but 
I, I think that they could have actually promoted Team Nora as, as to be more integral parts of the game because maybe not Godot, but like Lebro, Huge, uh, I think would have been like good allies to take along and they could have developed those guys a lot more. But instead, they're just kind of stuck in. Like FF13. Bu- yeah, <laughs> they're there at the beginning yeah. and gone the rest of the game. It's such a shame. Like Nora gets gypped so much. <laughs> So, I mean, I personally think that Niall is a really good character. I think, like, the especially towards the later part of the game, whenever he has his interactions with characters like Snow and Nikias, like, they are really good. And, like, you're just, you just root for the guy. I've, I found myself, like, really rooting for him and really getting involved with some of the cutscenes that happen later in the game. They're, like, they are so epic. Bless Daryl. What? No one's going to say anything. What? I said bless Daryl. What do you Darryl. say? I said bless oh. Daryl. What? I, I missed that. What's going on? Yeah, no yeah all I heard was Daryl. Yeah, that's all I heard too. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they're they're really epic, and like I I thoroughly enjoyed watching through them. But I just Sarah, although she does grow up as the game goes okay, through, com- just come on, she's she scolded a group of land. <laughs> <laughs> she scolds children as well, apparently. Yeah. It co- okay. Look, 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 look at it this way. You know, Noah is a hunter from the future, and a, and I, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Is it a spoiler? He, he's, well, he's a guardian. A he's not a guardian. Well, he was training to be a guardian. He was training to be a guardian. Yeah. Not that anyone knows what a guardian is. And hmm. you look at Sarah. She's a school teacher. It doesn't make any sense how she suddenly gets a weapon, and then she's suddenly like a it. master fighter. It's well, like you know, towards there's the end always of the, game, the whole having... suspension of belief thing, but it just it yeah. breaks the immersion. She's like. Mm-hmm. Her legs are the size of most people's fingers, but she's able to, like, go toe-to-toe with Caius, who is, like, Chaos Bahamut. See, I always swapped to Noor during the fights <laughs> no, with Caius. In, no, it made in, more some of the, in some of the cutscenes, though, it is literally her versus him, and she's, like, holding her own. And it doesn't make any sense how that is even possible, because, like, Lightning is struggling against this guy. Who the hell is Sarah, someone who's never had any combat experience in her life? You know, at least Lightning was in the military. Yeah, yeah, she has that. It also, and Lightning's also got like the power of a goddess on her side in this game, and she's still struggling. But you see, Sarah has the Mog, which gives her magic. She certainly abilities. does. She does have the Mog. Yeah. Can't also, argue against that. Also, Daryl, if you, um, if she couldn't hold her own in battle, and you had to deal with that the entire game, and she would just—I think that would make it better. Just... <laughs> that would actually make it better. Seriously, I would be so frustrated. Cause it'll it'll be like it'll be like eco or some <laughs> you know you're, you're protect you're, you're protecting I her is could, part of the gameplay. At least you could switch her out and you didn't have to use her. No, you still you still you have to you have two party members and a monster. You have no choice but to use her. Yeah. Well, if you anyway, switch out Sarah, um, that'd be nice. So yeah, like Square Enix announced that all the other characters from the original game would be appearing at some point. So. They're all in there. Um, I'm not necessarily happy about how they're in there. I think the person who comes across best is Hope. I know a lot of people... Well, Hope's Snow, a weird one because... Snow, Hope has Snow was real... actually really good, I thought. I thought mm-hmm. it was good, but I didn't think that his role... Um, it, it was a bit flaky because they didn't really explain much not about it. Not nearly as flaky as Sarah's. I'm well, sorry, I just... Yeah, I guess. Like, but it's like, they didn't explain it... why he's there... They, they, no, I think they, they did it, and it relates to a spoiler, but it relates to Noah's future. 
it does kind of make me angry that with all the backlash that Snow received in the first game, that Square Enix didn't, like, try to make his character not have somebody hate him. Yeah, like, Noel is just billed as a Snow it's hater. It's just like, come on, give it's not, Snow He a doesn't break. really hate Snow, he just doesn't like Hates the way what Snow he does. acts. But he, he respects the fact that he has to. Yeah. It's but not it's like the like, hate that Hope had for Snow. Snow. Stop getting he down, does stop yelling Snow. at Snow. Snow gives him a cuddle. Aww. Yeah, it was like a bro hug. <laughs> it certainly was. But like, so I, I think Hope's implementation in the game was like really, really good. Like he he appears to everywhere, but it seems like it actually works. And um, the only other uh, character that really, well, this is just Snow and Hope because the other guys mm-hmm. appear, but not like Lightning. Lightning's in at the start. The presence isn't that big. Yeah, I mean, SARS... I think SARS gets neglected the most because Fang and Vanilla are always referenced because they're inside the crystal pillar. <laughs> but but SARS just gets ignored. Like, I remember, like, Hope's talking a bit about it when you first meet him, and he's just like, yeah, I don't know what happened to SARS. He just disappeared. And then, like, he's never mentioned ever again. <laughs> because, like, even, at, even towards the end, Hope's, like, talking about how, like, he went on this epic quest with, like, lightning and snow and Fang and Vanille. And what that's about Sars? it. He was right yeah, there with like, you. And it's funny because if you ask uh, most uh, people who've played the game, they'll be like, yeah, Sars, yeah, he's awesome. He appears in some of the flashback cutscenes with Dodge, but that's about <coughs> it. But, like, when Sars does appear, and it's not a spoiler to say does because they already said he was going to, Yeah. it makes no sense whatsoever. It's like the total awesomeness of him being there, but then you're thinking, wait, how is he here? <laughs> Why? This doesn't make any sense. But the, as you play through the game, you'll figure out that most of it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, well, it makes perfect sense, but... It makes... You know, you connect the dots yourself, but it's yeah. just that when it does happen, it the, mo- the character's motivations feel kind of dodgy, like not fully fleshed out. It's yeah, the traditional the... Final Fantasy confusion mind f time travel paradox. Well, there's also, and this isn't a spoiler either, but there is a bit of betrayal in the story, and then you're thinking, wait, where the hell did that come from? And B, why the hell did that happen? <laughs> and go, going back on the whole time travel thing, it's not like Square Enix are new to, to time travel. They've done it before plenty of times in their games. Final Fantasy 1, 4, 5, wait, 5 have? I can't remember, but. Yeah, eight had time compression. Ten had time. Six had the whole splitting of worlds. And eight's time compression was not done that well. <laughs> ten, ten had time travel, and that worked really well into the game. That did work well. But that did work well. But you know, Chrono Trigger, not even a Final Fantasy. Chrono Trigger was done really well. You know, there was consistency, hit- there was continuity, there was, it all made sense. They're kind of hit and miss with the time travel. I think they should just, you know. Lay off with the time travel for a little I bit. I think they Find did a, a good job, thing. though. I think, yeah, I, I think they really addressed overall, the concerns of Overall, it was done good. You know, you, there are mm. plot holes, but, you know, yeah. what do you expect I, is time travel. The, the thing that I liked the most was that, despite the fact they never actually tell you what you're supposed to do, you still progress through the game anyway. There's no, like, this is your main quest. You need to go here and speak to this person to go forward. It's a lot more you open just, compared to... Yeah, you just to go to buzzing. places and you talk to people and, like... Occasionally, there may be like a a yellow exclamation mark saying "Go here," but you don't know it's even there unless you go to the right area. Mm. It's a. I think it's really well the, uh, done. The the pacing and the progression feels a lot more fluid. 
But some of the issues with uh, going along with the open world stuff is that uh, continuity. Because, like, sometimes if you go to certain areas before you're supposed to go or do something differently, then, like, the characters say something that you're just kind of like, wait, I already knew that. Why are you talking about that again? Oh. Yeah, there was a bit where Hope was talking about snow, and I was just like, wait, I already know that. It's like, why am I learning about this again? Yeah. There are some other problems as well. Like if you go to certain areas before you're supposed to and you get items, then like when you're supposed to go through that area in the story, it like doesn't know you've already been through it. So then it's like, no, you can't go any further because you're supposed to go here first. And it's like, oh, but I've already been there. <laughs> Let me go, just move and go forward. But this kind of goes along with like um, just Square Enix trying to kind of be like Western, like Western titles. I feel like I feel like they're going in the right direction with it, but I feel like with regards to the continuity errors, they still it still needs a bit of work before they can do this. Like, I mean, compared to most other actual open world, because thirteen two isn't really open world; it's more semi open. Mm. You you pick the places you want to go to from a menu, whereas but you know compared- you get games like you get games like Skyrim and Fallout and La Noire. Those are open world but buggy as hell. It's kind of like how it was in all the Final Fantasy. Compared to 13.2, which is incredibly polished. Yeah, you get like the airship, and then you're like, I want to go to Luca, I want to go to wherever. But the thing was was that you always went to those places. uh, You went to those places originally, and then you came back to those places. I mean, I think you... Could you take the boat back to Kilika after you were in the Yeah, you could go all the way back if you wanted to. Hmm. But I mean, like it's still it still was pretty linear, like in terms of oh yeah, you know, there was no you deviation. Still, you could go anywhere there. else. But that's why I think like Kingdom Hearts really did it well because I mean you had the worlds that you could go to, but you didn't necessarily have to go to them like before. Uh, you, you didn't have to go to them in the set order. You could just kind of like go around. Um, but it was still like linear towards like this is actually related to the story this is progressing the story and that sort of thing but it's just complicated well on that note I think we should uh, move on to the gameplay uh, which, and while a lot of the gameplay was the same in Final Fantasy 13 Part 2 there were a lot of new additions as well uh, one of which was the monsters so now there are only two party members Noel and Sarah and then you have a monster as a third person and uh, like David what do you think about that whole system well, you know, I thought it was alright, because uh, it kind of adds uh, a little bit of variety into the battle, like, compared to what Final Fantasy thirteen had, uh, because every once in a while you'll be able to use uh, what's called Feral Link, I believe, and uh, it'll allow you to do some, like, some sort of a limit break, where you have to do this little quick time event, and then, then you get, like, the super magical spell or something, and, uh, but I, be- I believe it has some problems, uh, one of them you just mentioned there about you only get two party members plus a monster. I think it should have been three party members plus a monster. I think that would have been better. And uh, also another problem is uh, the leveling up because while it's okay maybe around the beginning, but once you get like a whole smack of monsters, like okay, well which one should I level up now, and do I really want to use this item for this one, or should I use it for this other one instead? It yeah, gets a I little bit annoying. I think that's the main problem that I have with it, is that well, a you only get two party members, and like you know, I was just squaring off against the final boss, and like they're having this epic standoff, and you've got Noel and Sarah, and then like this tiny little thing like 
standing next to them <laughs> trying to look intimidating but it can't because it's so small it's like a little kid um, yeah it's like what it doesn't it doesn't build up the tension at all but anyway <laughs> the second thing is that I hate the fact that you can only level up monsters using items that you find after the battles because it's mm-hmm. so restricting because as David said when you get a massive group of monsters you don't really know which ones you want to level up not to mention the items are tiered so if you have a great great one item you can only use it on great one monsters great three exactly. great three four and five will re- require the respective like tier and really items rare. and those are really really rare so basically like if you spend items on the wrong monster you can really mess up I mean you can buy you can buy the lower grade items from Chocolina so that is helpful but when it comes to the higher higher grade higher grade items it becomes even more challenging that's the thing I kind of dislike about um, the newer Final Fantasies is that they make it even more and more um, prominent you, that you, need, really. you need a guide mm. like I mean yeah, I feel I like that. with Final Fantasy X you you could have a guide if you wanted to do if you wanted to do like the side quests or you wanted to do the ultimate we- the ultimate weapons like if you wanted to do all those you can just you know go through the story and uh, just follow the guide but if you didn't want to do all that and you just wanted the main story you didn't need a guide in order to tell you like oh this is what you need to do in order to get the best well out you of don't really characters. need a guide for that in thirteen two either. No, it's it's just that like I I I'm a person who doesn't like to use resources unless I have to. So mm. if I'm playing through the game and I know that the monsters I've got aren't the best ones, why do I want to bother upgrading them when I can spend the resources on the one that I do actually want to upgrade later when I get it? Mm. So like then see the, the thing is I'm, I'm using crap. I'm using two monsters that are from the very beginning of the game, and they I think they've done a really good job balancing these monsters to last throughout the game. You don't need to get a better. They one. do, but you can, like, but you don't have to when. Like okay, so I was using a commander that I got from towards. Not the, to mention, you can infuse your monsters. You can that, which is a good thing. Uh, but like, I was using a hoplite for a while, and then I got a. I think they're called Galley Gandalad. Whatever it is they're from the Yashiv. Yes, did, did you they're, get the Gigantor? Yeah, the the dancing things. Um, mm. And that was like you know I I leveled that up to level twenty, and it was such a significant improvement on the hoplite. Like not only just the map, it was doing like triple the damage. But it had like better moves, and it just meant that I just absolutely pasted everything. So it does make a massive difference. But it's just you've got to actually know which ones you want to invest in because if you invest, you start investing in the wrong one, you can you can really mess up. Especially because each of the monsters have different types. It's so you've the, got the like way early peakers, well grown. The system is kind of similar to Disgaea. The whole um, leveling up your characters, you can you can restart them from the very beginning, even though like. It, like the levels you get are like 9,999 yeah but you have to find them again though it reminds me a lot of uh, Persona as well like um, but I think Persona had it a bit better where like your uh, your your Persona's leveled up with you but you couldn't make a Persona that wasn't your level like if you fuse two Personas together to make a better Persona like you couldn't um, you couldn't use that you couldn't make that persona until you were the level of that persona. I and um, I think it would have been better if they let the monsters level up normally, like they got experience mm-hmm. or points or something when you use them. Yeah. I don't understand why they couldn't have done that. I don't understand why it had to be items. It's just annoying that they make you like they make you concentrate on your own characters as well as concentrate on the monsters. Um, yeah, because it's like so. It takes quite a long time to actually. 
um, master jobs for Sarah mm. and Noel. Really? You have to use I, a lot of I thought points. that you know mastering or leveling up was really really fast compared to thirteen. Like, I'm is, already a le- I'm not. already a level ninety nine commando for Noel and like level eighty sentinel level seventy uh, saboteur and Sarah's also a level ninety nine rip. Ravager. I mean, the levels just go up really quickly. My point was, if you had the monsters on the same EXP system, some of the monsters can also go up to level 80 as well. And if you think about in terms of time it took you to actually get to level 80, that's like a good 8 hours, 8, 10 hours. I think that, see, I don't think that's a design flaw. That's more of... No, no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying if you had the same system for monsters too, it would have worked a lot better than using items. Like if the monsters used Crystarian points too that they got the same amount of crystalline points if when you were using them so it wasn't like shared across all monsters like when you were actually using a monster it got the po- it got experience points too and then you could use those to upgrade it see again that would make it really really far really really fast for them to level up but then they are fast anyway because most of the time when i say i want to use this monster i just spend all of my items on it and get it up to maximum level true but i find that the item system requires more thought kind of but like as Laurie said most people would choose a guide and then they'll just be like okay well this is the one I want to get I'll go capture it I'll level it up because with the items you can just insta level something you don't even have to use it you can just be like okay I've never used it before I've never even seen it before it's now level 20 it's now going to kick the crap out of everything instant replacement but then the problem that I had with like Final Fantasy 13 which is kind of related to this monster problem is that if you uh Sometimes at certain points, like with guides, they'll ask you to have this person, this person, this person as this, this, and this, like Commando, Ravager, and Medic. And then you're just like, oh crap, I never leveled up that person as a Medic. Okay, let me redo everything again and grind a ton so I can get (laughs) her up to a positive level. It feels like the same with monsters, because you're just like, alright, I invested all my stuff in this monster, and that's great, it's fine. I guess the thing with 13 was that you didn't have to regrind because your Crystallian points are shared across the entire party, even if they weren't in it. Yeah, I think that is kind of one of the problems with the experience. But in terms of classes, like, you didn't... You got got the same amount of Crystallian points Crystarian points across the board, but you might not have leveled. You might not have leveled up the certain um, the certain class. Well, like, I never the thing up, I, uh, I think because thirteen thirteen kind of guided people through the Crystarium. It wasn't as open as thirteen two, and you you could only mm-hmm. level up certain classes. So no matter what, you probably already have leveled that class to a certain degree. I have heard of people, some people messing up their Crystarians because they've done the wrong things or leveled the wrong things up, so they haven't got certain things. They're too weak. Um, I think I think it would have been better because like, if you think about other games like 10 okay so they had the summons in there and the summons all had their own individual levels mm-hmm. and they just kind of leveled up in the background depending on what you were doing yeah yeah. I don't know I, I guess there's pros and cons for the way they've done it I just think it's kind of restricting in some ways because the items are so sparse and it means that like you know so especially because you need to use more items the higher up the level they go I think that's an annoying thing as well because it's I got mean, to the point where some of the monsters I need to use like six um, uh, six items to le- get up one level and it's like I've only ever got 20 of them in 20 hours I can kind of see where Colin's coming from though because like I'm guessing what you mean is that like you like that it provides more of a challenge and more of a interesting approach is that would that be right in saying that and it, yeah and again the, the only reason why we find that the items are so rare is because we aren't looking at where uh, where they, they are coming from most guides would say you know it, 
you can get these items yeah, by farming in this area area and and fighting these monsters, these specific but monsters. My my issue with it is just that I just don't find I I just don't find that se- that portion of the game. And this is no offense to anybody, but I just don't find that fun. I just don't find I don't. There are a ton <laughs> of people who do find that fun though. I, there are, there are, and and that's. I mean, good. that's why that's people you, love Pokemon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just oh I don't. Find anyway, we well, spent Pokemon too much time I talking about fun. monsters. Too much Sorry, time talking okay. about monsters. Right. Okay. So uh, one of the other new things was the puzzles. Uh, I hate the puzzles. Oh, the clock puzzles. <laughs> clock like puzzles are the stuff of night. I don't know. Have you heard about this, David? The clock puzzles. Um, uh, are they any different than the one that was in the demo? Yeah, uh, the yeah. demo is only one type. So the clock puzzles, uh, basically, you, see that you get numbers outlined in a clock formation, and they have. You're, different so, you're supposed to get rid of those numbers. Them. Yeah, so it's like you might have four numbers, and they've got like a number one, two, three, and four inside them. Um, well, actually, that wouldn't happen because there are enough spaces. But um, so when you step on the number, it, the hands of the clock will stay start on that number, but then they will move one uh, the amount of spaces that are inside the number. So if it was a one, they would move what each clock would move one space away, and then you'd have to then choose um, which number on each of those you wanted to go to. So if it's gone to like a one again, it'll move one either one either size of that. It's like it. it the first two levels aren't too bad. After that, it just becomes a massive mind mess. And Sound, you just, it sounds a little bit like Final Fantasy VII and the Temple of Ancients. It's so much harder. <laughs> it, 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 I, there is a mathematical formula f- for solving these puzzles. Cool. But it's see, not. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's, the issue, that's the issue that I find with like some of the ways that um, the newer Final Fantasies are, are handling things. Because, I mean, sure, they're trying to cross all, all boards and try to um, accommodate for all playing styles and all people who have all these different interests. But for someone like me, I just want to play the game and I just want to have the story. I mean, like, sure, that might sound like I'm, I'm giving in, like I don't want to challenge... I mean, grinding for me actually is the challenge because I hate grinding. I find it to be a chore. But um, like, I just don't. I don't want to have to do this in order to get to here. I I just want to kind of do what like grinding is enough for me. That's enough of a challenge for me to get through Final Fantasy than adding another like puzzle that I have to like think about. I, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm something... so lazy something about puzzles but. is it seems so disjoint from the the story it's like okay well, i'm doing these puzzles yeah. but like it has nothing to do with the the story yeah or, and well, it's as far as a puzzle you tell. can't do like if you didn't if you didn't have a guy to get through the clock puzzles you could literally spend hours trying like pulling your hair out thinking how the hell do i get past this and it's it, that's the thing i hate about puzzles if you don't get a puzzle you just don't get it and you will never get it Mm. It's like sometimes when they put puzzles in the games where, you, where you've got like the, a picture and they rearrange the picture and you've got to like move it all around. So oh it my in god, the right it's so annoying! I don't want to spend all of my time doing that one puzzle. Well, oh. no, it, it's, it's almost like uh, uh, the Cloister of Trials in, in Final Fantasy. I liked that. Was actually that. Good I wasn't a I fan of those, that. but but at least with those, they were relevant to the story. Yeah, they were relevant, and they weren't. They weren't like mind bodily hard. Right. Like they yeah, which in, in thirteen part two, they're not relevant to the story whatsoever. They try to explain it, but it is a very flaky explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost kind of like it's almost kind of like uh, the the uh, puzzles in 
Assassin's Creed sometimes because they. Don't, just but you see, no the puzzles sense. in Assassin's Creed were optional. You didn't have to do them, and there was always. YouTube. I know, I know, and that's this that's on the, the other difference. hand. And stands in the way do. between you and the story progression. Yes, that is what's frustrating. Uh, anyway, uh, right. Puzzles. So, uh, one of the other th- cool things is like obviously you get to collect fragments, and there are like 160 fragments throughout. Those, the those game. are actually, I find really fun. Yeah, and like uh, mm-hmm. when you complete the story, if you literally just did the story, you'd end up with about like 30, I think 30, 30. But there are like 160 of them. Yeah, and like I think a lot of people who have gone straight through the story, I think they've done it in about sort of 15 to 20 hours. Uh, and then they look at like a guide and think, "Whoa, I actually did like ten percent of the game," <laughs> <laughs> which is good because uh, thirteen, obviously, you completed the story. And then there was like, "Right, what am I going to do next?" Oh, uh, well, I've got the uh, the marks, and then uh, yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there is a ton of stuff. I mean, you've got like you know, serendipity what's, what's, what's as well. What's really cool is that you can go back to like different times and reset the story in them. You know, yeah, you, you can do it all again. Save oh. everything, and but you can do it all all over again oh, that's nice that is pretty cool yeah so, so it's kind of like a new game value. plus without a new game plus and some of the fragments can only be done if you do that because you'll have like an item but um, like what you do in that story segment prevents something from hap- you being able to go back if you just go back there normally so you have to revert time and then do it before you've changed time you know that almost reminds me of Demon's Souls a little bit and in, in with the, the world uh, tendency and your character tendency like yeah, only mm-hmm. certain things will only happen when you're like wor- a white world temp- uh, tendency. And, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of <laughs> cool, but also very annoying at the same time, I suppose. Yes. Oh my gosh! Especially yeah. if you're playing online. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you What do you think about the cinematic element to the battles? I oh, thought the... that they would have been cheesy, but I think they work quite well. You know, it makes the action action feel a lot more intense. It makes you pay more attention. Plus, I had yeah. it happen to me. Plus, I... you get the. That it's not just uh, one button that you have to push. Sometimes you have to make a decision between two. Mm. That doesn't happen yeah. very often, though. But still, it keeps you on on on, on your toes. Yeah, I, I, I had liked it. I had one of the classic scenarios where I beat the boss, and I was like, oh, thank yes, I've beaten it. And then I put the controller down to like bask in my glory. And then it was like, quick time event, no! <laughs> and then I failed it, and it was just like, oh no, I've got to do the whole battle again now to get the quick time event. Special item. Square Enix just trolled you. <laughs> if you think you won, think again. If you if you do the quick time events perfectly, you get a little item which you can put on your monster's head. That is that is. I have um have a cape sieve with a it, carbuncle doll on its head. Is it as good as the horse armor? It's free. <laughs> <laughs> there are obviously the live action triggers as well. I I haven't really seen the effect of it that much like I don't know it's if not, what I'm saying is the right you thing know, it's it's cool that they have it there, there and you know it gives insight to the characters themselves but it doesn't add much to the story yeah it's like um, okay so something happened you can now ask one of four questions what was really fr- frustrating is that one boss fight re- required you to yes. choose the right answer and if you didn't you have to fight him all over again I had I, I think I, mu- I must have fought him at least five times that is yeah. so annoying. I, I sometimes though you don't get to ask, you don't get to ask other options. So like um, it'll be like, why have you done this, Sarah? And then it'll be like, you can some of the answers are really stupid. It'll be like, because I hate you or something like, or like <laughs> because I want to have some fun. And then there obviously be like really serious ones as well. It's like because I was worried about the time and whatever. But like doesn't matter what you pick in some instances like that. The story will just go on forward. And then 
when you get to the end of that story passage there'll be an item and it'll be like this is what you got because of your answers hmm. i i don't really know if the answers i'm giving are good i don't i don't know what kind of rewards you can you can get from that they really should make it like mass effect like imagine like renegade sarah should just be like i hate you life sucks well i kind of i have can... a vein coming through my face there's a life trigger with re- with re- uh, regards to snow where you can like call him a douche Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it's that like, was from that I was from Noah's it. perspective. Yeah. Screw like, Fem Shep now. Like, Fem Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Sarah wasn't Fem in the first place. So are we? No. Are we? Are we saying um, yay to the gameplay editions? Yeah, I like the gameplay editions. Yeah. The game I find I find thirteen two overall to be a lot more oh, fun. We didn't talk about the paradigm shift. Well, it's the same. It's exactly Other than it's well, faster. It's the same, but they got rid of the stuff. I got rid of the stupid, the stupid like two long second time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the posing is faster. It, yeah, it makes it makes, it makes the battle a, a lot more fluid. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It does. I'd actually like to talk and about the camera change, a little like, bit. Oh, what did you think oh, about the camera? Oh, they changed that well, it's, a little bit. It's 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 quite a bit different, but uh, it doesn't float around anymore. Oh no, it's oh I, yeah, it doesn't like decide. Okay, I want to be on the left shoulder or the right shoulder anymore. I'm glad that's <laughs> gone. From, uh, that Your was really annoying. dead center in the in the middle of the camera. Well, actually, no. That it's still a problem though, because sometimes the camera can't keep up with the character, especially if you're in like yeah. tight corridors. It, uh, it, it, I got into some situations where like you could only see the feet of the character. It was that bad. Like <laughs> I, I was in a situation <laughs> earlier where the camera was just spinning around Noel. So I mean, <laughs> it's definitely oh, not perfect. It's like Noel, 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 Noel. I'm the, quite glad that they sorted out the animations as well because Lightning's running animation bugged me so much. Oh, the animations and. Th- 13.2 are a lot better than 13. Yeah, yeah, they do seem a little bit better. They, 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 anyway. they look much more grounded and they actually have weight to them. Right, we're moving on because this was a controversial subject in Colin's review because he said the soundtrack mm. was very hit and miss, which I agree with to a degree. <laughs> I, I thought this soundtrack was actually pretty damn good when considering compositions by Mizuta. Yes, I agree with that. His compositions are really, really good, but then you get the compositions from what's, what's that guy? Yeah, and it's just, and the bands and it's cringeworthy. Uh, and the problem I, is that it overpowers the good stuff. It yeah, it's weird. Like um, some of the area themes are a bit uh, they're not they're not as memorable as they could have been. Um, they're still memor- more memorable than like twelve. That's <laughs> not very hard, <laughs> but <laughs> but still, I I. Some of the tracks were really good. Like I, I love the Promised Future. And I love Caius's theme. theme. Caius's theme. Caius's really theme is so yeah, bad. Caius's theme is awesome. I know that in in the communities they're they're saying that it's going to rival One Winged Angel. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a tall. I don't know. Order. That is a tall order. <laughs> yeah. But I I think I it really know. shows how much Mizuta has to offer the franchise, and I think it's a shame that he hasn't really been given the chance to do. I hope do he continues more in the future. I think it's more. because he was on Final Fantasy XI, though, so that took up quite a lot of his time. But I think it's good to a degree that they brought Hamawaz back to do uh, lightning-related themes. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that he didn't do the whole soundtrack. Very glad. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. I I definitely like the remix of the battle theme from Thirteen that plays when you're doing the lightning. I um, definitely hate Crazy Chocobo. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they actually but, used like, some I music like, from thirteen I like that. in parts of the game. Son well. of Wall Escape is back. Yeah, they did. It was it was uh it, it was weird, but I think a lot of the music worked. Like, 
I know that initially people had reservations about like like worlds collide. When people heard that, they were thinking, "What the hell is this?" It's like battle <laughs> music with rap in it. But now everyone absolutely loves it, and it's grown on me as well. And there's you know, like tracks like Run, and obviously like the main theme, which Hamuzu did actually compose. So I can't really hold that against him. <laughs> I feel like a lot of it. Uh, it was really weird because uh, what I was listening to originally, I was just like. Wait, am I in Final Fantasy or am I in Metal Gear Solid? Hmm. No, Metal Gear would never have that type of music. There was some tracks that... Which one was the track that sounded a lot like Metal Gear Solid? I forget which one uh, it was. There is, there is one that sounds mm. There is Metal one Gear. that sounds like Metal Gear. Which Metal Gear me. song? Two. Which one from two? The oh, main it's theme? like... Um, no, 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 no. Like the um, incidental music, like when you're sneaking around oh, and okay. stuff. Oh, I see. It like, it really does sound like it. It sounds exactly like it, it's just crazy. I was just like, this is really cool, actually. So yeah, basically, Colin and I really like the soundtrack, but there are some tracks on it we despise. Mm. Yeah, really from what I've heard, it's uh, I'm not too impressed at all. <laughs> crazy chocobo, no. Although I kind of there's a part of me that does kind of like limit break. I mean, I realize it's not everybody's It's not as cool as Otherworld. Yeah, that's, that, that is true. That is very true. But it, it when you're playing the game, it does feel kind of like, you know... Doesn't that play when you're fighting the massive bad. flan, Colin? I wasn't paying attention to that. Stupid, <laughs> stupid flan. That, that, that was pretty much my stance on the whole thing. Stupid flan. <laughs> anyway, we're now going to move on to some responses that we had from you guys. Um... We asked you to sum up your thoughts of the game in one sentence. Some people strayed a bit from that, though. So, well, yeah. Uh, well, We've... I'll just take the first one then, which is from Rosa Aquafile on the forums, who said, "So much more worthy of its own existence than, than even the most optimistic person could have suspected." Um, Lauren doesn't I even don't know what that means. I actually know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's trying to say. Basically, here. saying she's... that people weren't sure whether it was going to be good or not. And even, even for the most optimistic, really optimistic guy, which I guess uh, to us would be Abe on the forums. He's yeah. incredibly no, optimistic about anything. Thirteen. Darth Devidem. Uh, I think. Uh, I guess. Okay, so the next the next comment was from <laughs> Zeruel, who said. Uh, Overall key features of 13 Part 2 make it a solid title, even for a Western JRPG. It's quite a new term there, WJRPG. Plus, 11, spamming L1 to hear Koopa 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 was awesome. Really, I spammed L1 to throw the Mughal off the side of a cliff. It's very Aww. cathartic. <laughs> Takes a long time to come back, though, which is quite Koopa Koopa Koopa! I thought the voice acting for Mog was terrible. It was. Really? No! I loved it when it does. Have you have you heard it do the recap con when it's like Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two? It did, so and fun. I always skip it. I can't stand it. Aww. I always skip it anyway. It was and weird when Sars did, did it. Did you get to the point point where they are in the um, Brescia ruins? In I think it was two hundred AF or sometime in the future where it's all frozen over. Yeah, and he starts going on about mercenary work and I'm like what this is so out of character <laughs> <laughs> Mog was like hey, 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 can make some money move yeah that was so weird I still love Mog I don't know I, I like I've, his face already looks like it's been punched once and I just want to punch it again kapo, kapo, kapo. 
Anyways, anyway, next right, This next one is from Jarek X from the forums. And they say, uh, Final Fantasy 13-2 is a game that surpasses its predecessor in many ways, but it has a slow startup. Wait, Lightning was a slow startup? Okay. <laughs> Maybe and you start talking about lacks... the part after that. <laughs> and also lacks a solid conclusion. By the end, I really liked all the characters, but the ending was far too open. Here's hoping for Final Fantasy thirteen three, or at the very least, some closure in the DLC. Well, I haven't actually played the game, if you've already guessed uh, from uh, listening to the podcast, but uh, I have played the demo, so I can at least comment on the first part of that that little bit. And uh, Well, I would say it is better than thirteen. But uh, I don't think it's really that much better. Like, if you didn't like thirteen, you're probably not gonna really like this one much, much better. Very but true. You, thirteen if, was not a very high standard. Yeah, but but I think if you enjoyed thirteen, I think you'll really enjoy this one because for sure it, mm-hmm. it does pretty much everything better than thirteen. Well, most things, but um, Sarah, I I don't think it's enough to really make a person <laughs> dislike the game think that this game is just oh man this one's awesome yeah, yeah it's definitely um, not going to convince people I that didn't enjoy the not. first one in regards to um hoping for a 13 3 um i'm not a fan of that and i don't think a lot of people would be um and i don't think dlc belongs in a final fantasy you have been told square enix yes yes you heard it first Okay. Anyway, next comment, David. Yes, next. Oh, actually, no. I enjoy this uh, this next question because it appears to have some uh, database sanitization in it. Um, I'll get to that later. Um, okay, so it's by A Jesus. Wow, I wonder if I pronounced that correctly. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> it or was. Jesus. It was awesome. Now let backslash um, uh, quote s move on. Yeah. <laughs> backslash <laughs> protect the database. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was awesome. Now let's move on. Daryl, what do you think? Yes, of that? I- I'm gonna say let's move on. We should move on to the question segment. Oh, Daryl. Yeah, I'm actually really liking it. So um, yeah, overall, yeah. the funny thing is that I did not enjoy 13, but I am enjoying 13 too. And for the record. Although thirteen part two did get a lower score than thirteen, that's because different people reviewed it. You know, Daryl Daryl liked thirteen. He thought it was a really good good game and worthy of a nine. I thought it didn't, but I didn't review the game. Ooh. Controversial. Maybe uh, uh, the anyway. score should be normalized. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on to our question segment now, and we have a very interesting question. Oh man! <laughs> you got rid of the first part of that question. No, it was two questions, wasn't it? No, it was. it was just one. No, there were two. Oh, okay, well, no, it was two. There were two questions. Yeah. But why did he want to know if I knew if Mog was a Final Fantasy thir- uh, Mog was a boy or a girl? The gender. I don't know. I thought that was from the same person. Oh, well. Who knows, Lauren? Anyway, Colin, take the first question. <laughs> okay, the first question is from Keito Kihara, who asked, Do you think Sarah is fitted as the protagonist of FF13 2? Or would you rather have had a different protagonist? If so, who? I'm going to say to the first part, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I know there's a person named Daryl no has spoken. <laughs> what about the and if so, who? And then the second who? part, I, uh, 
Well, I said earlier that I, I think Team Nora would have like done okay. But see, I I'm I even dodgy so. on Team Nora. I wouldn't want them. I I would like to see them more in the game, but I wouldn't want them as the lead character. Yeah, I wouldn't them. No, but they wouldn't be because Noel would then be the lead character. But you see, the challenge here is Square Enix has to write Nora into following Noel and seeing Godot's reaction to him. I don't think they will. Hey, depending on what you choose in the live trigger. If you say that Kadai looks like the leader of Team Nora, he's like, well, you are the coolest dude ever. <laughs> That's probably why he hates my cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It was... Noel seemed perfectly fine. But if you think about, like, 10-2 again, like, Riku didn't really do anything. It was, it was mostly about Yuna and then Pain on the side. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I think they could have done a much better job with Sarah, but the problem was that they didn't really have anything to work with because her role in the first game was so insignificant. It's like you can't polish a turd. <laughs> Ooh, that's harsh. No, but it's true though. Like you know, they they kind of backed themselves into a corner with how they wanted the story to work. It's like so Sarah is a necessary evil. They could but... have ju- they could have developed her a lot more than they have. I mean, at this I guess point, she doesn't I... seem. She seems more like a supporting character than a lead character. I guess the problem that they had was because it was set in the same universe and it was a sequel, if they'd have had two or three new people to be the main characters, people would have been so confused. I think think it it could have worked in favour of the narrative. I think it would have been better if Lightning was at least a bit more main character than she actually was. Yeah, I could see it working if Lightning and Noel were actually, like, working together. But I would prefer that by far. I don't even care if it didn't make sense. I think that I'd prefer to walk around with Lightning than Sarah. I think the way that Noel is as a person as well would have worked well with Lightning. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the next question which could be the most epic questions that we have ever had on this podcast. Oh, yeah, and, and it might just make this podcast rated R. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to answer Depending on Colin's response and how descriptive <laughs> he gets. It's rated Metal Gear. Go Lauren. Oh, it's oh! I have to read it. Sorry. Uh, okay, so this last question is from Stella King, who asks. This is from FXN. Yes. Yep. This is from FXN. Yes. We have of course, lines. those seedy people. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know from Colin how to sex a Moogle. Uh, the best I thing thought... about this question is it's aimed at Colin. Yeah. Why is this <laughs> aimed at me? <laughs> I have. Why would I know how to sex a moogle? It's because you're very peachy, Colin. Maybe it's the shape of the pom-pom, you know? Maybe how perky the pom-pom is. Or the the color of of the moogle's soul, you know? The color of Mark's feet is pink. So maybe it's a girl. I'm going to say that that it's it's like the Galka in the Mithra in Final Fantasy XI where they don't actually fornicate. Yeah, they just reincarnate. Or you, just you know, the earth births them. So you can't actually sex them. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very innocent in this podcast, as I, you can I, I don't even know what... I don't even want to know what goes well, through anyone's mind what, to okay, ask well, that question. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true, too. To know how That's a bit more, to, like, furry territory. How to Wait a second. Wait a second. Remember in Final Fantasy VII when you'd play that minigame? Which one? The one with so the, the one mog? where you have to dress up like a woman? No, the one with the mog, mog? in Golden Saucer. And he was trying to impress the, to the, the girl Chocobo by flying, and then they had like 20 kids. <laughs> yes, yes. So it must be possible. 
Oh, I don't want to think about but it. Has anyone ever seen a baby Moogle? Yeah, in Final Fantasy VII. But what do they look like? Were they just tiny ones? Yeah, they're just tiny. <laughs> oh, I want a baby Moogle. I almost forgot about oh, that. You're gonna have to sex one first. But I don't want to think about what happens when you sex a Moogle in order to get one. I just want a baby Moogle. Maybe all you have to do is hit it upside the head. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it's like a like, give me a child, give me a child. Maybe it's like a stork or a cabbage patch kid. Ah, uh, that must be it. It must come from yeah, a we'll chocobo. It just like flies yeah. around and then just uh, and just gives it to the mom. Maybe it just farts one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your Google. Happy <laughs> happiness. Bye. Well, in Final Fantasy IX, there's quite a lot of them, so they must come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they're already well, what did they're you do today? What did you do today? Oh, I farted out a kid. That's fine. <laughs> What was your day like? Anyway, that right, so, um, probably the most epic question in FFU history. Yeah, so I guess um, I'm honored to have had it directed at me. <laughs> we're we're gonna talk a bit about the music this episode now. Uh, we tried yeah. really hard to find an arrangement for Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two, and we came up with one um, for the track "Missing Link," which probably isn't the most recognizable track on the soundtrack, but yeah. Uh, and you probably wouldn't recognize it from listening to the song. <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't. Uh, the arrangement title is Project R versus Final Fantasy 13 Part 2, and the arranger is Ruketsu. Ruketsu, sorry. So, yeah, hopefully it's- you enjoy listening to that at the end of the show. Uh, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to release on the 13th of March, and that's going to be back to our normal uh, show outline. So, it's news, week questions. We can't talk about oh. that, Colin. Conflicting did games. We, did we ask a burning question? We did not ask a burning question, but we can just post one up anyway. Okay. Be sure to check out on the website for that. Yeah, we'll we'll post up a burning question. Um, be sure to subscribe though if you want to listen to more shows. We've been going for many many years now, and uh, we just get better all the time. What can I say? For if you search for us, yeah. If you search for us on the iTunes Store, just search for Final Fantasy. We are the number one show. Or if you search for Kingdom Hearts, we're number one as well. And, of course, you can catch every episode of the show and all the latest Final Fantasy news coverage and opinion on FinalFantasyUnion.com. Awesome. And, David, FinalFantasy-FXN.net. For now, though, it's time for everyone to say goodbye. Help. That's not a goodbye. Help? (laughs) (laughs) I said pout. Oh, I thought you said help. Trout pout. (laughs) Trout pout, yes. yes well so then, um, say bye, good day to everyone. I need to go watch a bye hockey bye. game. Bye-bye. And um, I need to go eat some hamburger and french fries. Yes, and oh, I hope everyone no, enjoys no. playing through Final Fantasy Thirteen Part 2. And haters are probably still going to hate. Haters going to hate. Yeah. Kapow. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs>